0: I've been asked many times this question Who is this Jesus? How can he be God and man at the same time? And why should I give my life to him? He was conceived by Mary through the Holy Spirit He was accepted as Joseph's son He had a divine sonship He was from the line of David He was born in Bethlehem He was a Jew He was taken into the temple to be consecrated. He had the threat of death over him from birth. They fled with him to Egypt and returned to Nazareth. In Jerusalem, he went into the temple courts at the age of 12, questioning and listening to the teachers. He was obedient to his parents. He grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God. He was baptized by John the Baptist around the age of 30. The Holy Spirit came upon him. He was acknowledged by his heavenly father. He was tested in the wilderness by the devil. He came out victorious. He went into the synagogue and acknowledged his calling and his assignment from God. He began his earthly ministry. He wrapped a team of 12 around him as disciples. He healed the sick, he raised the dead, and he performed miracles. He trained his disciples by word, deeds, and actions. He sent them forth to do ministry. He taught others and led by example. He sent out 72 more. He reprimanded false leaders. He did all that he was called to do. He began to look back towards his heavenly home. He prepared the disciples for his soon-coming death. He goes to the Garden of Gethsemane just in case there may have been some other way. In anguish, he relented. Not my will, but thine will be done. Then he became focused and resolute. He rode into Jerusalem riding on a donkey during a time when hundreds and thousands of Jews would be there celebrating the Passover. He went to the upper room with his disciples for what was called the Last Supper, what we know today as the Lord's Supper. He taught them about servant leadership. He was betrayed by one and all the others deserted him. He was arrested. He was tried and convicted for something he did not do. John declares in chapter 21, verse 25, that Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. But when it came to those final dreadful days, those last dreadful hours, those last dreadful minutes and seconds, the time for Jesus' crucifixion. I hear the words of Isaiah in chapter 53, verses 5-5. Through six, giving the answer to the question, why should I give my life to him? Well, it's because he gave his life for us. The word says he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. As I saw Jesus hanging on the cross in my mind's eye, I began to wonder how can I, in some way, identify with his last seven sayings on the day of his crucifixion. As he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I asked the Lord to help me to forgive those who have wronged me and to recognize that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. As one of the criminals asked Jesus to remember him when Jesus came into his kingdom, Jesus responded by saying this, This day you will be with me in paradise. As I pondered this saying, I asked the Lord to help me to have that reverent fear that keeps me focused on him and not on myself, one that is always willing to repent and not cover my faults. As Jesus saw his beloved disciple and his mother near the cross, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. The question becomes, am I the kind of person that Jesus can trust to care for others? He calls for us to care for the widows and the fatherless. He tells us that we have a responsibility to care for the less fortunate. Are we caring for our own family in a way that's pleasing to God? The next saying that Jesus spoke was, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When we feel left out and all alone, remember this. Even when we feel forsaken, he has not forgotten us. Then another saying was, I thirst. When we get thirsty, remember this. He is that living water at the well that can drop deep into that place in our soul and quench our thirst. The other saying that Jesus spoke on the cross was, It is finished. No more concern about family. No more struggling with pain and trying to hold on. No more concern about being forsaken. It is finished. Then finally, he said, Into your hands I commit my spirit. At that point, Jesus surrendered it all. When we find that place and time of sweet surrender, knowing that God has everything under control, we can speak the words of Christ in a very similar way and say, Lord, I surrender all. In closing, Lord, help us to remember that even when it feels like we can't do anymore and we are calling it quits, help us to know it's not over. Jesus was victorious over death. Help us to know that you can raise us up as victors over whatever the situation that we find ourselves in. That concludes the message for today. This is Good Friday. This is the day that we remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and how he gave his life so that we might have life and that more abundantly. Thank you for listening. God bless and stay tuned.